What did Christ come into the world to do? The writer to the Hebrews explains that in chapter 10, verse 5, and we welcome you to our study of Hebrews, verse by verse. Today we begin with verse 5. It reads, Consequently, when Christ came into the world, he said, quote, Sacrifices and offerings thou hast not desired, but a body hast thou prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sin offerings thou hast taken no pleasure. Then I said, Lo, I have come to do thy will, O God, as it is written of me in the roll of the book. One wonders, when did Christ say these things? This is a quotation from Psalm 40, verses 6 through 8. David wrote these things. Why does the writer to the Hebrews say, When Christ came into the world, he said... Is he referring to Christ? I think he is referring to Christ because Christ was speaking through David about himself. This is no different than Christ speaking through David in Psalm 22, where it is written, My God and my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me from the words of my groaning? O my God, I cry by day, but thou dost not answer, and by night, but find no rest. And later it says in Psalm 22, But I am a worm, and no man, scorned by men, and despised by the people. All who see me mock at me. He writes further, Yea, dogs are round about me, a company of evildoers encircle me. They have pierced my hands and feet. Well, David wasn't talking about himself, of course. No one pierced his hands and his feet, nor did anyone divide his garments among them. They didn't cast lots for his raiment, but Psalm 22 says they did it for him. This is Christ speaking through David. And so in Hebrews chapter 10, we have Christ's words quoted from Psalm 40. And the first words are that sacrifices and offerings thou hast not desired. Now, how could he say that? God is the one who established the sacrificial system. He's the one who told the Jews to give offerings. Yes, he did. God laid it all out in the law given to the children of Israel through Moses. But that's not what he desired. This was a remedy for the problem. It was a gracious remedy, for if God had acted in justice, he would have killed those people as soon as they had sinned. But he provided this remedy of sacrifices and offerings until that one would come who would provide the final sacrifice and take care of the sin problem forever. Take it from inspired scripture that God does not want sacrifices and offerings. He wants someone who will do his will, and he can't find anyone who will do his will. And so Christ is saying, I didn't come into this world to be living by the law of sacrifices and offerings. I came into this world because a body you have prepared for me, and that body is for a sacrifice. Not for me to offer sacrifices according to the law, but for me to offer myself as a sacrifice. That's the meaning of verse 5. 
Now, when he talks about a body, that refers to Bethlehem's manger when Christ from heaven took on a human body. We refer to that as the incarnation. Even that was obedience, because Jesus was not born to live. He was born to die in order to redeem sinners. So coming into the world of men was an obedience that led to his own death. In connection with verse 6, I want to say another word. Isaiah made it very clear that God had it with his people Israel. Oh, they offered all the sacrifices, they went through all the rituals and the ceremonies, but that's not what God wanted. It isn't, even after God instructed them to do all those things. That's right. God wanted their hearts. He was getting the ceremony, he was getting the outward expression, but he wanted their hearts. Listen to how Isaiah described it. In chapter 1, he said, What to me is the multitude of your sacrifices, says the Lord? I have had enough of burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fed beasts. I do not delight in the blood of bulls or of lambs or of he-goats. When you come to appear before me, who requires of you this trampling of my courts? Bring no more vain oblations. Incense is an abomination to me. New moon and Sabbath and the calling of assemblies, I cannot endure iniquity and solemn assembly. Your new moons and your appointed feasts my soul hates. They have become a burden to me. I am weary of bearing them. When you spread forth your hands... I will hide my eyes from you. Even though you make many prayers, I will not listen. Your hands are full of blood. Wash yourselves. Make yourselves clean. Remove the evil of your doings from before my eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Correct oppression. Defend the fatherless. Plead for the widow. Well, Jesus Christ gave... God, what he wanted. He was the obedient son. He came to do God's will, unlike the children of Israel. Now, in verse 7, we have a summary of the life of Jesus on earth. Verse 7 says, Then I said, Lo, I have come to do thy will, O God, as it is written of me in the roll of the book. All that Jesus Christ did and said was to complete his mission as a perfect servant of God. He had no selfish desires and no personal ambition. He said, I have come to do your will, O God. That's so unlike us. Most of us want to do our will. And most of our prayers are to get God's help to accomplish our will. We would pray correctly if we could determine God's will and then ask only those things which he wants to accomplish. Oh, our prayers would be so different. Have you gone to a prayer meeting and listened to the kinds of requests that people are making? Most of them are for material or physical blessings. Yet when Paul prayed, he almost never prayed for those kinds of things. What did he pray for? Well, I'm going to let you look it up for yourself. Go to Ephesians 1, Colossians 1, and Philippians 1 and read about how Paul said he prayed for those particular people in the church. What did he pray for? It wasn't for material blessings. 
Paul wasn't praying for comfort. He didn't ask for things for himself to make his life easier. He was always concerned about the things that Christ was concerned about. And he expresses it in his letter to the Colossians. Set your affection on things above, not on things of the earth. If any man was close to the Spirit of Jesus Christ in serving God, it was Paul the Apostle. He wanted nothing for himself, but only glory for God. And so he conducted his ministry that way and was willing to suffer and endure all kinds of affliction so that God's will would be carried out. Now, verse 7 says, As it is written, and this refers to all the scriptures which spoke about Jesus Christ. His voluntary obedience from the heart fulfilled all that was written in the law, the prophets, and the Psalms. And why does verse 7 refer to the roll of the book? I think it's a reference to the scrolls. The ancient scriptures of the Jews were in scroll form. They weren't bound, such as our Bibles are. Now we move on to verse 8. When he said above, quote, Thou hast neither desired nor taken pleasure in sacrifices and offerings and burnt offerings and sin offerings, end the quote, these are offered according to the law. Then he added, Lo, I have come to do thy will. He abolishes the first in order to establish the second. And by that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Here the author tells us that the significance of this statement concerning his coming to do God's will is that the former sacrifices are to be terminated. He says he abolishes the first. That was necessary in order to establish the second. And what is he referring to by the first? The Old Testament law, the law of Moses by which those people were told to live until the Messiah came. There were 14 centuries of living by the law. It was the covenant of law. God made it with the people of Israel at Mount Sinai, and he abolished the first in order to establish the second, and the second refers to the new covenant. The new covenant thus cannot include any part of the old because God has abolished the old. Instead of a written law on stone, God writes his laws on the hearts of his people. This suggests an inward desire to please God, not a compelled obedience out of fear. Now, there aren't very many people who want to accept what you read here in verse 9. Lo, I have come to do thy will. He abolishes the first in order to establish the second. Most people, and most Christian people, want to hold on to the old. But can't God abolish something? He established it, but people won't let him abolish it. It sounds as though God is not in charge, that he is not sovereign. Now, verse 9 is something to accept, and it's something to say to God, Lord, you said you abolished the first covenant, and I'm agreeing with you. I'm going to abolish it too and live by the second. Now, in verse 10, he writes, 
And by that will, referring to the will of Christ to be obedient to the Father, by that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. What does sanctified mean? It means to be set apart. This is God's will that everyone be set apart. First Thessalonians chapter 4 expresses it this way. For this is the will of God, your sanctification. That is, that you abstain from sexual immorality. Now this is a specific sanctification and it's practical. First of all, when you believe in Jesus Christ, God sets you apart. He sets you apart from the entire world. He sets you apart with his people. They are special. And God, looking down from heaven, can see only two kinds of people, those who belong to him and those who do not. What's the difference between them? Some believe and some do not. Those who believe are set apart. They belong to God. He sets them apart for his own purpose. Did you know that heaven is free and that God has the gift of eternal life to give to everyone? What do you have to do to get it? Only believe. Our free booklet entitled Heaven's Password explains this wonderful truth right for today. Ask for Heaven's Password. It's free. Until tomorrow, this is Nick Calavota reminding you that the word gospel means good news. Our address is Radio Bible Courses, Post Office Box 14916, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70898. The website is rbcword.org.